Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Justin Strong. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, a master of the mystic arts, Ryan Nelson. Multiverse rule number three. If you meet your multiverse, go ahead and assume they are a villain. That, that's probably a pretty good. That's a probably a pretty good assumption based off of what we saw in Doctor yeah. Strange. So, good advice to always have. So, hopefully, though, you don't go traveling down any multiverses anytime soon. Uh, but if you have been listening to the show uh, since we started a few months ago, thank you for continuing to listen to us and making us a part of your day. If you are new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the newest entry into the MCU, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, 10 or $20 level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you can't be a patron, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. And if you have time, write us a review while you're on Apple Podcasts. If you do write us a review there, we'll read it on air next time we record. All right, so we are talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's the first MCU theatrical release we, we were talking about. We just finished up discussion last week on Moon Knight. So let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Ryan, just overall thoughts before, before we get into things. What are you kind of thinking on Doctor Strange? So when I first watched this all the way through, I went Friday afternoon. I was like, I will say there were a couple things in the middle. I was like, that wasn't exactly how I thought it was going to go, but okay. But I was like, I like this, I like this. And I got left the movie and I was like, I really like this. And then I started talking to my wife, Kim, mm-hmm. who's much smarter than me. And then she told me how much she hated the part about Wanda. Mm-hmm. And then we started discussing it. And then I started reading other things and I really thought about it. And I have to say, the multiverse, I really enjoyed, but it was it didn't hold up near to the hype that it could have. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's actually going to be something I want to talk about really here at the beginning. So my overall thoughts, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was better than the first Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought it was better than it. I, it's not in the top tier of Marvel because uh, I kind of divide my viewing of, of Marvel movies into tiers. At the top tier is Endgame, Infinity War, uh, Ragnarok, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, uh, Spider Man, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Spider Man No Way Home is the most recent to join that top tier. Those are like, that's the cream of the crop for me. This doesn't go into that, that cream of the crop. Now, I will say this. Oh, we need to talk about trailers. Yes. Be- because 
you and I discussed the trailer for Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness right after the trailer first aired on Super Bowl Sunday as our Patreon exclusive. And one of the things that we talked about was we talked about how we thought this was going to be a franchise-changing entry into the MCU, and a lot of it was because of the trailer. Because there's a point in the trailer where you don't see anybody talking, but you hear a voiceover of Doctor Strange and Wong talking about how Doctor Strange did what he thought he had to to save the universe. Wong mentioning mentioning that you know uh, something is broken and we don't know what's going to come through. Those lines are never in this film. <laughs> yeah. The, or if, the one Strange utters may have been in there when he was talking about the Time Stone. I don't remember exactly. But they set this up with the lines they use in the trailer, making it seem like we are about to completely change the entire landscape of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I even mentioned in our Patreon exclusive back then that you know if they're giving us if they're giving us charles xavier as uh as patrick stewart as charles xavier in in this trailer you know what else are they holding back they they didn't hold right. a whole lot back uh that was one of the biggest things probably there's only one other thing that might possibly be bigger and we'll talk about that in a second but they didn't really hold back that much i mean this and when I first, when the very first scene, the very first scene in this entire film is Defender Strange, because that's kind of what his outfit is in, in that opening scene where they're running through. I can't remember what they called that space, but the the space between between universes, and they're being chased by that 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 demon or that monster. Uh, and when we realize that Doctor Strange, what he basically tells us is. I have to take your powers, America, because you can't control them. And we realize that the reason why all of this multiversal shenanigans are about to take place isn't because of something Doctor Strange did. It's because America Chavez can't control her powers. That tells me right off the bat that we're not going to get all this altering stuff that we thought we were going to get. And I was immediately hit with some disappointment. Now, go ahead. Let's not forget, we had just seen Spider-Man right before the trailer. Right. So we got the multiverse open. We got villains we hadn't seen in 20 years. Right. We've got, at the end, Doctor Strange closes it while all these people are running out. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't tell you, like, I was looking like all these people like, I saw so-and-so, so-and-so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get this whole thing, and like, I can't remember if it was Wong or Doctor Strange. One of them said, we don't know what's all out there or what's coming. Right. So, yeah. like you said, we already get that tease in Spider-Man. This trailer shows Xavier. Then all these rumors start mm -hmm. flying about what all we're about to see. And I'm with you. I remember we talked about it. I can't tell you. I've listened to the Ringerverse, the Midnight Boys. They're like, everything's on the table. It, mm -hmm. It's going to be so wild. We're like, we thought, I remember, I can't tell you how many times I heard people say, we thought Spider-Man was crazy when they had all these people. Man, just wait till Doctor Strange. In the, right. It's called the Multiverse of Madness. Of Madness Anything's right. on the table. And it really wasn't. Yeah, it really wasn't. And look, I was once I realized that we weren't getting what, what I thought we were getting in this film, I was able to bottle that up and put it off to the side and just take this movie for what it was going to be, which was going to basically just be about... It really ends up being about Wanda uh, yeah, for, the, right. for the most part. But I was able to, to do that. But still, when you hit me initially with disappointment, it's going to be hard 
to change anything else about how I feel about the film. Look, like I said, I still liked the movie. I thought it was fun. I thought it was good. But the first thing I hit get hit with is disappointment. It's going to alter and color the way that you. I, I'll be interested to see when I when I watch it again a second time on Disney Plus if if it goes up. I think it might. I think because that initial sting of disappointment may have be coloring my reaction to it a little bit too much. So, like I said, I'll be interested to see on a second viewing when it comes out on Disney Plus how how I view it there. Well, I want to say I never caught that. I know she said that, but I didn't have the same reaction you did. Yeah, that's because when I when I first heard her when I first heard them talking about that the very opening scene where she can't control it and she accidentally opens that portal as she's about to die, I was like, yeah, we're getting we're not getting the Doctor Strange because the trailer made me believe because like when we're seeing hearing these lines about him opening doing things that he thought he had to to save the universe right. and the, like I, the next thing you see is him being like escorting handcuffs to, to in front of the Illuminati. So right. that makes me think, okay, well he did something. So now he's having to stay in trial for it. And it's not that he necessarily did something. He just kind of accidentally ended up there. Well, That's what. Yeah. And let me tell you when he, when the scene happens with his handcuff, my wife was about to go to the bathroom. Oh really? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> no. no, 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 you can't go now. Right. I was like, anything's, I was like, it's about to get, I told her, I was like, it's about to get wild. There's no telling who we're going to see. And then they start bringing these people out. One, I don't know who Black Bolt is. Oh, I'll, like, we'll, we'll talk about them. Yeah, there. and I'm like, okay. And then I was like, and then, you know, we had heard Captain Carter. I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, I don't care about this Captain Marvel. And then I'm like, Reed Richards, yes. And then, you know, the other one is Chittable Ultraverse part. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> that's the Illuminati? Yeah, that's the Illuminati. That's right. a big old... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the uh, there are some interesting things about the choices they made with those, and we'll talk about those in a little bit. But there are because there are some interesting decisions they made with that. But let's go ahead and just kind of start at the beginning here. Uh, we get the scene like we just talked about, and it takes apparently it takes America to our universe, and she is being pursued by this monster. But it starts with Stephen Strange going to the love of his life's wedding, and we've get this scene. What'd you think about this scene between, I can't remember Rachel McAdams character's name, uh, Christine. Yeah. So Christine and, <laughs> and Dr. Strange at her wedding. I'll be honest. I didn't go back and watch Dr. Strange, the first movie, mm-hmm. which come to find out you really didn't have to. No, you really uh, didn't have to. You, you may have forgotten who Rachel McAdams and then, uh, Michael Stuhlberg. I don't, the guy who was sitting next to him at yes, the wedding. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the other doctor, but like when that, that scene happened, I was like, Okay, I knew they were setting up something with, you're the one who has to have the knife. Knife, She said that, I was like, okay, that's going to come back later. Yeah, and it did. But but besides that, I was like, who cares? Right. I I, I thought it was interesting in the fact that it, I thought it was setting up something, obviously, and it did, obviously, with the whole knife thing. But I just kind of thought it it was setting up that, you know, she's, I felt like what they were doing is they were really also trying to set us up for, that he loves her in every universe and yeah. it never works out for him in every universe. And I think they yeah. were really trying to set us up for that because it was, it's really going to play a, a port, an important uh, part in whatever that end credit scene is leading to. And we'll talk about that once we get to the end. You, you know what stood out for most? His hair really stands out when he's yes. going to a wedding. 
Yeah, it really does. I was like, the streaks, the way he had it slick back, I was like, he looks really weird. Right. He does. It does look really weird. Uh, But that leads to the the fight in the streets. Did you know who the monster was? I I did not. And let me say, from that point on to to the end of this movie, it is the most action-packed, quickest-moving two hours of it. Because most of these movies are drag. A lot mm-hmm. of them are. Yeah. Like, you know, because it's... But, like, this one, it was like, boom, boom, boom. So, yeah. I did love that about the movie. Yeah, it, it moves it, it moves at a quick pace, and there's it, it very rarely slows down. It does slow down some, but it very rarely slows down. But, yeah, I didn't know the squid was, so explain. All right, so this is... It's it's Shumagorth is who it actually is. They don't... My understanding, though, is Marvel does not have the rights to that name, Shumagorth, so it's actually called Gargantos, but they don't ever call it anything in, in this in this movie. Uh, but Shumagorth is... This is a little bit of a disappointment just because in the comics, Shumagorth is like this ruler of the multiverse, and like he is has this big, huge part, and he's kind of this life, this voiceless, mindless monster in in the film. It's not, it's a it's a small it's a nitpick to be perfectly honest with you, but he was a little disappointed in the fact that he just seemed to be just, just this monster under the control of Wanda instead of this really important character that he plays in the. In, in the comics. But like I said, he's it's supposed to be Shimagorth, but they don't have the rights to it or something. There's something with the rights, and they've all, whenever they've used this, whenever Marvel Studios has used it, they've always called him Gargantos, but they don't call him anything in this, so I don't guess it really matters. You know, but, it was my, my biggest takeaway from that scene. What's that? When when Wong shows up, I've, I was like, I freaking love Wong. Yes, Wong is awesome. I, Wong yeah. is one of the most underrated characters in yeah. the entire MCU. I love Wong. Because I love where they, when he finds out that he went to Christine's wedding because he's like, what? Right. Like, <laughs> but like, uh, I was just so excited to see him. Yeah. It, it's, it, I like that. I love Wong. I absolutely love him. Uh, but we get, uh, him basically, we find out after he does the whole weird thing where he like disassembles the bus, uh, that the monster is going after America Chavez, who is played wonderfully by Sochi Gomez. At least I thought yes, she was. Yes, I, I agree. Job. Great yeah. job. I think she could have a huge future in the MCU. So I'll be interested in what they yes. do with her character. I do. I will say this. One thing, if if you're if you don't stay in touch with like the behind the scenes industry portion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you you may not have known this, but basically, Doctor Strange was supposed to come before Spider Man No Way Home originally, and there were some things I, I noticed about both of those movies that. If they had kept them in the time order, I think they would have both made more sense. Uh, the thing that really affected Spider-Man No Way Home is the scene with Ned, where the yeah. whole idea with Ned, him having to do the, the sling ring and all that type of stuff, that was never supposed to be in that film. But because originally America Chavez was going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home because Doctor Strange was going to come before it, and she was going to be the one that opened the portals to get the other Peters in. Makes so much more sense. It would make a whole lot more sense because if at the end of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, we see America trying to learn how to do the sling rings and she's having a hard time with it, just like Doctor Strange did. Now Ned, who is apparently just like the greatest ever, can do it yeah. in, in one sitting. But so that's well, one I, thing. I heard something that Doctor Strange was supposed to come out before WandaVision. And in that version, she was looking for Vision... Okay. And then, and then at the end of that, 
she creates the city for one division. Yeah, that may, that may be the case because the the shows and the movies they got all messed up because of COVID. COVID just yeah. messed up so much in terms and of. This is another issue with them not owning Spider Man fully because Sony yeah. would not pull back. Right, they wouldn't. They I think they wanted them to, and they'd already pushed it back, and they didn't want to push it back anymore. Because I read something today, they were reshooting scenes mm-hmm. in March. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. Because they had to change stuff because of stuff they had added to uh, to Spider-Man. Which made me think, Benedict Cumberbatch is just filming stuff. He has to have no clue right. when it's going to be seen or what movie it's for yeah. or what series. Yeah, that's the way. Uh, I read an interview with, I think it was Sam Raimi. And, you know, Sam Raimi was talking about how they basically have like 87 projects coming all at once. And you don't... You don't know what they're using for what, and if they're going to use it for something else. Yeah. So, so that can definitely make sense. I also think that it's interesting because I think the the dynamic between Peter and and Doctor Strange in Spider Man No Way Home would make more sense if it had happened after because yes. Doctor Strange gets very frustrated with Peter early on because I think that would make more sense because he's been dealing with this other teenager. Throughout the entire course of Doctor Strange, I think he might have just, you know, kind of had enough. And that's the reason why he would get so frustrated with Peter if they they had kept that in the original continuity that they were going for. But I could be, I could be wrong about that. That, Those are small things. It's just things that if you know what's going on, you can, they they show up more. I I will say that scene they, they inserted, which is definitely a reshoot where they're eating in the fast food restaurant and they're explaining to America about the Spider-Man. I think that was definitely, I think that I thought that was obvious that that was a reshoot scene. We got to kind of make it work in terms of the continuity. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. I think Dr. Strange is about to take on a much more pivotal role based on the fact that he has been in the last two MCU movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's, this is why we kind of talked about this in our Moon Knight, our most recent Moon Knight episode. He is a big part of the Midnight Suns, and I think that's where they're headed with the next team up. And I think it's no coincidence that Doctor Strange was in the previous Marvel movie with uh, with Spider-Man, and I think it's no coincidence that Moon Knight came after that, and there's no coincidence that this followed that, because I think they are really starting, they, we're about to get and, towards the uh, Midnight Suns. And at the very end, it says Doctor Strange will return. And Doctor Strange so will return. So we know we're getting more movies. Yeah, and like I said, I think he's going to kind of be the leader of that, I, that whole thing. I think you're right. He definitely is taking on a Tony Stark type role. And uh, which is something I never would have seen coming at the end of the first Doctor Strange because right. at the end of the first Doctor Strange, I look, I like Doctor the first Doctor Strange. I, I enjoyed it, but it's it's nothing that would have put. There's nothing in that film that would that I would have thought that would have made me think that he's about to be a big, huge, important part of the MCU. No, I, I thought the same thing, and I really liked it the first movie, especially since the stuff he can do with like yeah. buildings, like so I was thought, Oh, he's so different than everyone else. Right. I could kind of see him being on his own space. Yeah. He seemed know? to hit because what I think what changed is when in infinity war, they really figured out how to do his powers in infinity war. Cause he yeah. was one of the most impressive people in mm-hmm. that, in that movie. Cause yeah. I, and I didn't get that. 
I didn't get that same vibe from him in the first Doctor Strange movie, but we get this. Uh, but in that second, in that Infinity War, I was like, wow, I'm I'm impressed yeah. by Doctor Strange. And, and we haven't mentioned Benedict Cumberbatch is the perfect person to play. Oh, he is. I mean, he looks like Doctor Strange. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw what he. I'd been watching Sherlock, which is incredible. If you never watch it, I I, I want to watch, but I, I can't you find should. the stream anywhere. Oh, really? You yeah. just go on Amazon. You. When it comes back on streaming, you need to watch it. Okay. Because you, you will see why he became famous. But I just remember, like, when he was cast, people were like, this is who we wanted. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then I had not seen the comic. And then I saw a picture of Doctor Strange. I was like, it's like they drew Benedict right. Cumberbatch with some silver wings <laughs> in his hand. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it's, you know, so we get this whole scene, you know, they uh, we introduced it to America Chavez. America Chavez explains to this Doctor Strange about why she's being pursued and we get a demon reference so obviously we're thinking at least i thought oh are we really going to possibly go down the the mephisto <laughs> I did when, not. I, I, when i heard demons like oh we're gonna get are, are we really referencing mephisto in 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 this oh. in this movie uh, that was my first thought i kind of was wondering like are they doing this as a joke are, are and, they and, and when they finally bring in mephisto God help if it's not a it's if it's not an Al Pacino type actor because <laughs> people are going to be angry. They will be. They will definitely be angry. So, uh, but so we get this whole demon thing, and that's when he goes and seeks out Wanda because he recognizes there were some runes on the monster they fought, uh, and so obviously you need somebody with witchcraft. So he goes to Wanda. Now, this is what I thought was interesting when we talked about the trailer in our. Patreon only exclusive. I thought they were going to make Wanda the villain. I, yeah. I, that was my. They, they really never showed that in the trailer, but just off of a couple little things, I thought they were going to make it. What I didn't expect is for her to be the villain from the get go. I mean, yeah. she's immediately the villain. Well, I mean, this is as as much a Scarlet Witch movie as it is Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's probably more a Scarlet Witch movie yeah. to be perfectly yeah. honest. It's just he's trying to help her along and yeah. without killing her and he doesn't really want to do that so there's all these all these interesting dynamics that are taking place in in this but i i knew immediately that they're about to make her the villain when she mentions america bring him in and i was like i yeah. didn't hear dr strange mention america's name yeah. and that's when we get the reveal and this is when uh elizabeth olsen uh reminds us oh I came up in theater and doing really good independent movies. Mm-hmm. I'm about to show you what acting is. Yeah. And she put on a show. She really did. She puts on she puts on an incredible show in this. And you know, let's go ahead and talk about I meant to mention this earlier. Let's go ahead and talk about it now. We get, once we kind of get past, like the once we start going into the multiverse, and really in around the second half, you don't really see a whole lot of Sam Raimi influences on this. But once they show up, oh yeah, they show up. So, what did you think about the whole Sam Raiminess of this, of it all in this movie? My first thought was, give the man let, because like what happened was the original director of the Doctor Strange started doing the movie mm-hmm. and started writing and directing, and then they brought in Raimi. And it sounds like maybe stuff had already been filmed. And right. Mm-hmm. So Raimi, my first thought was, give Raimi an MCU movie. This man yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah, and especially with this type of content, mm-hmm. uh, just the, with the storyline they were doing, because I'd, I'd heard when this movie was first announced that it was always going to be the first horror film in the MCU. I was like, well, I'm interested to see how that's going to be. And what the, it makes sense with what they wanted it to do, because they wanted, 
they wanted Wanda to be terrifying. Yeah. And there were times when she absolutely was terrifying. It was now, a horror movie. This. Yeah, it was. And there were times when uh, Sam Raimi loves his eye close-ups. So I was like, yeah. I was like, how many eye close-ups are we going to get? I counted at least five. Uh, but he loves doing that that eye close-up shot. Uh, so we got we got a whole bunch of those. But the way he just made her, especially when she starts doing her dream walking, and really when she got, actually the first time you really see it is when she's when Strange traps her in the mirror dimension, and she finds her way out using the reflections and she that's comes probably the, that's probably the coolest scene coming through the water yeah mm-hmm. that, that was be the coolest scene in the movie yeah and she's basically like having to like reassemble her body and all this type mm-hmm. of stuff that was the first time i was like oh that's the sam raimi thing to, to yeah. say the least so <sighs> let's go ahead and talk this because you're i know you're you you mentioned this in our in our in our group chat about wanda this is an interesting thing that they did with wanda because we get in wandavision look and i will say this I was hoping that they would make WandaVision important, and they made WandaVision important. They sure did. I don't know how you followed this movie if you didn't see WandaVision. But, so, we got this this arc with WandaVision. I was actually reading about this. Basically, the people who created WandaVision, when they when they pitched it to Feige is they said they wanted to walk Wanda through all four stages of grief. And that's what they do in WandaVision. They go from denial to, uh, anger to, to, uh, sadness and then to acceptance which is where she ends the show at so we get this arc about her basically going through her and the entire stages of grief over losing her husband vision but now we're basically turning her into a villain now look some people don't like it and i I kind of agree Uh, with it i a hundred percent agree I, I think what they're going to do, though, is they, I think they want to redeem her, and I think yeah. that's the reason why they're doing right. this. Uh, and I also think they're eventually going to set up, that they're trying to set up a way to get her, her children into this, into this universe. And I thought they were going to do it in this, in this show, but they, in this yeah. movie, but they didn't. So, but yeah, like, Don't you feel like we're getting young Avengers? It's going to be, we got Florence Pugh, we got Haley Steinfeld, yeah, now we've uh, got uh, America Chavez, and we got the, the, the sons. Yeah, I think we're. I think that's definitely going to happen. I, but um, they've got to do that at some point, kind of quick, because these kids, these people are going to grow up well, pretty well, fast. Well, Haley and Florence are in their mid twenties. Yeah, right? they're in their mid twenties already. Yeah. So yeah, I was going to say, you know, you mentioned had you not watched WandaVision, I think you might have enjoyed this more because my wife and her, my, uh, my wife made an incredible point. She was like, had I not seen WandaVision, I wouldn't have cared about right. Wanda well, that's because true. Wanda. In the other movies, it's boring. See, I, I don't. That's that's where I, I, I don't agree with that because I love Wanda, and there is a huge swath. Uh, there's this entire large segment of the MCU fandom that is more that is Wanda stands. I mean, they eat up everything that she does, uh, and I think we started. I really started to just love what she love her part of the MCU in. Uh, Civil War, just because I think we finally started to get a touch of what she could do, and we really yeah. saw it in Infinity War and Endgame. So, like I said, I, I never really thought she was. I thought she was an incredibly interesting character, just because of everything that she's gone through. And she continued. That's the only issue I don't like with the way they're doing her in the MCU. And I know they're trying to keep it in line with the comics because in the comics, she has just 
I mean, like, she can't catch a break in the comics, and she's yeah. not catching a break in, in the movies either. I was going to say, that was another thing my wife brought up. Has this woman been through enough? Her parents died. Her brother died. Right. Vision dies. She loses, I know they're made up, her family. But, like, to me, and I, WandaVision shows, and it's really because Elizabeth Olsen's acting. Right, yeah. It's just how lovable and likable she is. Like, mm-hmm. We didn't love the character. I enjoyed the character mm-hmm. before, but like, oh yeah, she, it takes a different role. In it takes a different, yeah, and it's because of her. And like, she becomes like somebody you just adore, right? And to see her, you're like, you were even forgiving of her doing all the stuff she did. At the end. to me, I was at the right, end of yeah. WandaVision. So I was like, eh, I understand. She's got all these powers, but like for her to go to this, to me. And also, let's just talk about it. The cra- the crazy woman aspect. Yeah, it's it's overplayed. Yeah, it is. You know, and it it doesn't age well in twenty twenty two, and especially since we've seen this woman go through so much grief. I, I, you know, it really the more I thought about it, and then talking to my wife, and then reading about it, I, I get it, man. I, I yeah. I'm not a fan of that part of it now. Yeah, like, and you know, and so uh, I'm sorry. I'll say well, one more thing. Someone made a good point. Why couldn't they have used Wanda in another multiverse as the villain? True. They, uh, that's that's. I guess that's possible. But they want to keep it. I know they want to try to keep everything relegated to our universe. I know that's what they they really want everything to be. And part of it is with her being the Scarlet Witch. And this goes into the comics thing. As the Scarlet Witch, there's. What that that incarnation of her, the Scarlet Witch. There's only supposed to be one of that particular okay. incarnation of her. She that's because that is considered like a Nexus character, and like she's supposed to like be like a gatekeeper of the multiverse. So it, it, I'm not going to bore you with that. But there's a reason why if okay. you if you okay. go into the comics and that that scare, Scarlet Witch character that is specific, you can only have one of those. Like I said, they don't explain that in the movies, but there is there is actually some some weird comic logic out there that explains that. So, uh, but like I said, I think I'll give them at least a little bit of pass. They are, they aren't necessarily just saying it's just a crazy woman. I mean, it's because she got a hold of the dark hole. The dark hole is, and I think they do a good job of explaining that because I don't think they did a real good job of explaining this in WandaVision, but in this film, they do a really good job of explaining that if you get, if you deal with the dark hole at all, you're going to be corrupted and it is going to mess you up. And I think they do a pretty good job of that, but it's still, it's a trope that they're diving into. Even well, if they do have an explanation for it. Strange does the same stuff, but mm-hmm. he is a hero at the end. But is he though? Well, that's the thing. You know, at the very, uh, very I, end, it's, the, I wonder where he's eye. going. Yeah, yeah. Where did he get that third eye? But he saves the day and yeah, he's he doing the same stuff as her. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, I, I get it. I, Man, I can, I when, when, when I, I didn't see this when I watched the movie. Right. As I talk to other and I hear stuff, I'm like, it, it's one that I, and maybe I need to watch it again and I would feel differently, but I get, I get the complaints about right. this stuff because it actually makes sense. Yeah, but this I, is also when you rush something together and you have yeah. to keep reshooting. Yeah, like I said, and it's it's look COVID. Like I said, COVID ruined everything, yeah. and it, there are issues that I think uh, that COVID caused that are showing up in yeah. in this film. But like I said, overall, I still think it's a good movie. I do, uh, I do too, and I've been complaining, but I really enjoy it. Now, like I said, let's go ahead and talk about just the because they want you to be terrified of Wanda, and I think the best 
moments of those moments where they want you to be terrified is when she has done her dream walking and she has taken over the body of this Wanda in the 838 universe. Uh, she has taken over this Wanda and all of a sudden, you know, whatever it is that's coming up on her skin and she can't walk, she kind of looks like this zombie that's chasing Wanda and America and Christine through these tunnels. Uh, that's really cool. You've got the moments, I'm trying to think, what, what was another one? Oh, when she's first going to attack in the 838 and she kind of has that like Carrie vibes going. Yes, a lot uh, of Carrie vibes. Just so, like I said, that's where Sam Raimi. That's why they go yeah. get Sam Raimi is to uh, make uh, this woman terrifying. Yep, and the, and he he did his part. All right, so let's go ahead. And let's before because I almost skipped over something. I don't want to skip over this. So, uh, America Chavez ends up taking uh, Doctor Strange through uh, accidentally, just like she did at the beginning of the movie. She accidentally opens the portal. They both go through it. That was a cool visual when they were that going was, through those. That those, was that was really cool. Th- those different. Uh, universes and they end up in what's called the 838. Now, look, I will go ahead and tell this to be my listing 838 has no significance in the comics, so they just picked a number with 838. So, uh, but 616 does. I was say, so, what is the 616? All right, so 616 is like the Marvel comic universe. Uh, they call Earth in the like whenever they refer to the to when they started doing multiverses, they refer to Earth as the Earth 616 earth uh, okay. uh, so to get that canonized is pretty important now they mentioned earth 616 in far from home with mysterio uh, it seems to just have been like a lucky guess on mysterio's part but to canonize that was a pretty big deal uh when okay. they said this okay. is earth 616 that was a pretty big deal to canonize that some people like it some people don't but that like i said that's a pretty significant thing when they canonize that the marvel cinematic universe is taking place in earth 616 so uh, but yeah, so that was what they talked about, but they end up on this, this universe and they're going through it and they're looking for another Dr. Strange because they always got to find another Dr. Strange. And when they go to find Dr. Strange, they realize that Dr. Strange has died. There's this big, huge statue of him, uh, and he has died and it looks like he has died protecting and saving the world. And that's when we meet, uh, Mordo, at least this version, this universe's version of Mordo. And it looks like they're friends because yeah. he's talking. That was a him. good scene. I it was. That scene. It was a great scene. Chowetel Ejofer, or I, I can't remember. Thank you. I'll let you pronounce his name from here <laughs> on. Uh, cause you got it. So, uh, we get his, uh, you know, we kind of get this. The only thing I didn't like about this, we still don't know what the original six one. Let's just go ahead and call it the six one six Mordo is doing. Cause at the end of Dr. Strange, he is obviously upset and he's mad about, Doctor Strange doing what he did at the end of the first Doctor Strange. So we still haven't even seen anything from him. We're getting the 838 version of Mordo. Yeah, that was weird. And then as he goes on, we're still not sure this Mordo likes uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think it's pretty apparent that, to me, I thought it was pretty apparent that they still have, there's obviously still some beef there. Yeah. Uh, but while this is going on, before we get to the next thing that we want to talk, the next big thing we want to talk about, Wong has been imprisoned by Wanda, uh, and but he, while Wanda is doing her dream walking thing, trying to pursue, to pers- to pursue Strange and America Gomez, while uh, America Chavez, excuse me, while he's, she's trying to pursue them, 
I don't remember the lady's name or the character's name, but she shows up to help Long, and she ends up destroying the Darkhold. Yeah. And this is, leads them to Mount Wundagore, which, if you don't know what Mount Wundagore is, it is basically, in the comics, it is the home of all chaos magic, and which is what Scarlet which draws everything from. Uh, and we reveal that, basically, this is a shrine to her as the Scarlet Witch. And so everything's going to start happening at least... From this aspect, because she can use that as the, it's ba that's basically the Darkhold. That was just a copy that she was reading from. This is the actual Darkhold. So this is how she's now going to start doing her dream walking, which leads us to this big scene. And we finally get the Illuminati. Well, let me first say, I'm so glad you're here to explain all the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I it, have it, no it, clue what you're talking about. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it's Mount Wendigore is one of those things that if you know what it is, it rings a bell with you. And you love it. If you not, if yeah. you don't know what it is, it's like, okay, I don't know what he said, but he said something. It probably means yeah. something. So, uh, but, uh, so the Illuminati, were you like at the, at the edge of your seat? Like, Yes. When I, that, when, when I knew it was coming, I was like, all right, what, what are we getting? Because I want to know. So let's walk through each character. Uh, first character you revealed, I think, was, was Black Belt, right? Yeah. All right, so here's Black Belt. This is why this is interesting. No, actually, it was Captain Carter, now that I remember it, because Captain Carter's shield came flying through. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's all right. right. So, so Captain Carter is the first big reveal of the Illuminati. Uh, it is Haley Atwell. She is reprising yeah. her role as... Uh, What's her name? Sharon Carter. Carter. Sharon Carter, thank you. And I was like, when they showed her, I was like, yes, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. So, and this is, she looked very much like she did in What If. Uh, that was, a, I mean, the only difference is that little pack thing she was wearing. That was the only thing that was different. Second reveal we get is Black Bolt. Do you know who Black Bolt is? No, and I was like, who is the character? Who is the, I could tell the actor was. And I was like, Okay, I was like, that was when I was like, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting they went with this because he is an inhuman, and Anson Mount played this character, Black Bolt, in that show that was awful on ABC called Inhumans. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, why, why? You couldn't get somebody from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? That that's went, the, that, that's like, where I would have gone, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, because there's a character from there that is a beloved character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's Daisy. Uh, and she was an inhuman. So, like I said, I don't know why they chose to go this route. So, maybe they have more plans for Black Bolt in the future, but I'm not real sure. That, that but, was a miss. Like I said, I think they, they, they were trying to get people that they had already had suited up. And Daisy never, at least, I, did, I stopped watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after, like, season three or four. She never wore a suit, so maybe that's the reason why is because she didn't have a costume or something like that. I, I don't but know. Like, but like, how many people one watched that show? Obviously, not, not many because <laughs> it lasted nine episodes. Yeah. Also, how many people know that character? Yeah, I know. So that, that's, that, I'm sorry, that's a myth. With what we were being, right? Like, oh yeah. Yeah, You're and right. this is the Marvel hype. This is part of the problem, but they do it to themselves yeah. because I will mention this real quick: the trailer, and then also. We've had all these movies. We just had Spider-Man right. where people coming out of nowhere. Yeah. We've had the Avengers movies where everyone is, everyone's fighting, everyone's coming. Next thing you know, Captain Marvel's flying down. Right. You know? So they do it to themselves. But I have to say, I like Anson Mount when I found out it was him. Great actor. Yeah. But like, that was a miss. But yeah. continue on. I think, I, I think the only reason you do that is if you have plans for that character. And that's, you yeah. want to give people a taste. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Uh, next reveal is Captain Marvel, but it's not Carol Danvers. It's not Monica Rambo. It's, what's her mother's name? Uh, uh, Maria. Ram Maria Rambo. And it was the actor who yeah. actress who played Maria Rambo in 
in Captain Marvel. So, and this is something that, you know, there's all sorts of different Captain Marvels in the comics, and she was one of them at one time. So, uh, it's a bit of a throw to her as well. Uh, and, you know, Captain Marvel is one of the most powerful beings in all of all of Marvel comics. So, that's, like I said, I, I felt like that's who that was when we saw the trailers so many yeah. months ago. So That's cool. That's a that's a cool one. Now, if the next you don't one, have all the hype, yeah. If you don't have all the hype, if you don't have all the hype, that's a cool one. The next one is the one I was waiting. for. I was like, finally. What What was your theory like when John Krasinski teleports down as Reed Richards? Oh man, I was I was fired up. I was like, yes, yes. One, we will, get the Fantastic Four, and then right. we get Krasinski that everybody had been wanting. Yeah. So here's the here's what the deal with me. Look. Spider-Man is my favorite comic book character. He is he is my favorite. But my introduction into comics was the Fantastic Four, uh, and so they kind of ha- are like hold like a four-way tie for second uh, for me because that was the first comic I ever read was a Fantastic Four comic. It's how I ever got interested in comics uh, to begin with. So to see him, like I said, I normally don't do the applaud and the clap and the you know the hooting and the hollering in the theater. I did when I saw him. Uh, so for that, that was a huge deal for me to see him there. But what's so interesting about this is the fact that they did get John Krasinski to do this role because it's gotten so much to the point that fans have been calling for him to be the next Reed Richards. People are starting to think that he's actually like contracted to play Reed Richards. He's not. This is just a fan casting. I went and immediately looked this up afterwards because I was like, oh, this, there's got to be an introduction. No, there's nothing. Yeah. So we don't. There's nothing that's been announced yet. And in fact, I read where, uh, if you so Kang mm-hmm. is actually in many versions is a descendant of the Reed family. No, he actually is Reed Richards. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if Jonathan Majors is a black male, you mm-hmm. would think Reed Richards and this and the six one six would be black as well right. if they keep on that same. Mm-hmm. You know, unless they change something up, they yeah, I, they will change something up. I'm sure. Yeah, that's, so, that's the way the whole multiverse yeah, thing. So works. let's just go. Is Krasinski? Are we going to get Krasinski as Reed Richards? If you don't get, if you put Krasinski in this role in this film, even if it's just supposed to be for a taste, and you don't cast him whenever they do the Fantastic Four movie, you have screwed that movie up to begin with. You have screwed whoever is playing Reed yeah, Richards. You have. I mean, the, the, I mean, it, you screw the whole movie up because people will people will not want to see it because they yeah. won't. Have gotten yeah. their fan casting. You have, you basically have forced your hand at this point. You have to get yeah. Krasinski whenever they they make the movie. Uh, you, you just have to. I mean, yeah. and like we didn't get much of him, but uh, I liked what I I, I saw yeah. from him when he was there. So uh, well, the I, it man, makes Krasinski's always good. Yeah, he is. He, he he's been good since he showed up in the office, and he's been great yeah. ever since. Yeah. So now, so I was so then we get Patrick Stewart. You know, we knew we were getting Patrick Stewart. So this is not that big of a. I was still. I was. Still yeah, like, people were still clapping and hollering and stuff, but it wasn't a huge surprise at this point. But so we get all these reveals. I'm excited. And then as soon as all the excitement dies down, I hear Reed Richards say, we're not really scared of your Wanda. It's like, oh, they're about to kill them all. <laughs> well, the other thing was like, uh, is it Mordo? How do you say Chittawaka? Mordo. 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 Mordo is like, and I'm the last member. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's a, pff, yeah, that's, a that's a mess too. Because yeah, that... you're like, 
Tom Cruise ain't back there? No, Tom Cruise isn't back there. Yeah, that we, was you basic. Don't have an, you don't have another X-Men? Yeah, that was basically just like, we got to get Mordo in this film somehow, and this is how yeah. we're going to get him in. So, And I like his character, but I was like, can he not be a guy on the side? Can we break <laughs> Go get Tom Cruise. Break him out. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, they hyped this they up did. too much. And like... But I will say, like you mentioned, getting back to the, when Reed Richards smarts off, oh, we're not scared. I'm with you. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, this is not good. They're about to kill them all. And they, and she and they sure enough, killed them yeah, all. Yeah, they sure did. That was the craziest. I enjoyed that scene because that was Kyle. Do you think that was Kevin Feige? He's like, oh, y'all want John Krasinski? Here you go. Let me break him in half. Yeah, she basically, she turned him into, I heard, as I heard one person yeah. say, they, she turned him into string cheese is what she did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this was, like I said, you know, I was so disappointed. I was like, oh, man, they're about to kill every single one of them. Because when I heard them say, you know, we're not scared of your witch. We're more scared of you. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're all about to die. And yeah. that really sucks. But uh, obviously this is a different parallel universe. So they can bring all these characters back. Which I think with, at least with Anson Mount's character and with Reed Richards' character, I think that means they are planning to use them again yeah uh, especially obviously reed richards you, you had to make a fantastic four they have the plans to make it they just haven't cast anybody they got it they just got rid of their director so that's going to get pushed back even more but so let me ask you real quick before he says that did you think oh man they may be in this movie for a decent amount i was thinking for just because it bit, was yeah. it was it was an hour and five minutes in I, mm-hmm. I, or like hour 10 was when this happened. And I thought, man, is Krasinski going to end up being this, you know, big star in this? Yeah. And I, I was, ex- I was really excited about Captain Carter. Right. Cause like, you know, Haley Atwell's had a good role, but I was like, for her to really get to be the hero, I was like, that's mm-hmm. cool. And nope, I was, we were wrong. Yeah, we were wrong. And like I said, I thought for a second, they might be willing to put these people on display more than what they did. But once I heard him say, Oh, we're not worried about your witch. And I was like, yeah, yeah, better be. And that was kind of the whole, the whole deal. Look, I will say this, the parts where the, when the fight takes place between, uh, the, the five of them, this, look, I didn't, they, they talked about this being so, so gory. I didn't think it was that gory, but they do push some limits here. Anson Mount's brain basically explodes. Uh, Black Belt's brain basically explodes. We don't see it, but Captain Carter is basically cut in half, even though we don't actually see it. Uh, Trying to think. What did they do to uh, Maria Rambo, Captain Carter? Didn't they knock something down on top of her? Yeah, they knocked something down on top of her. I thought that was I thought that was kind of a cheap way to kill. Yeah, I was like, well, I think she could survive that. Well, especially since Captain Marvel's supposed to be as, as strong as yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. Well, then I think the worst part was her just snapping poor Patrick Stewart's neck. Yeah, I know. So that was like, and that was that whole where he's like in her mind and all this type of stuff. That was that was a creepy vibe there when she's yeah. trying. He's trying to get like to, I guess to what. The 838 version of, of Wanda. Yeah. I guess that's who he's trying to get to. Do you think Patrick Stewart is like, finally, I can get out of this dang chair and I don't <laughs> have to play this character ever again? Well, he has said that there is a... He he could end up coming back. Because uh, I, I read an, an article uh, no. on, I guess, yesterday when where he said that you know he could make a return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because uh, I kind of think he would like to you know, at least have some kind of a role in... With Kevin Feige, I think that would be something that would be interesting to him. I think he that's something that he would like just because 
the the X-Men movies, they are very hit or miss. There are some really, really yeah. good ones, and there are some really, really bad ones. Right. Uh, sure. So I think you would like to kind of be in that world where you can feel pretty confident yeah. going into a film that's yeah. going to be pretty good. So, uh, But yeah, so like I said, the Illuminati, it was what we're waiting for. And it was equal parts enthralling and equal parts disappointing. I, I mean, agree. Yeah. So it was kind of all over the place. And, like, well, but, well, and you left it. When they all died, you were like, okay, the X-Men and Fantastic Four isn't starting from this. No, it's not. And, it, and it, it's not. Like I said, I felt like that. And I, I kind of felt like that at the beginning once I, I realized what they were doing with America Chavez's character. Uh, I was like, we're not getting... We're not getting the entry points that we thought we were getting. This isn't yeah. going to be that franchise changing, and it, and it wasn't. So, like I said, yeah. I was okay, I was okay. I wasn't as disappointed with Illuminati because once I, once I came to that realization at the beginning of the movie that this wasn't going to be that game changing film like we thought it was going to be, I was I wasn't quite as disappointed. But if you don't make that connection early, you're going to be really disappointed with Illuminati because of the decisions they made. Don't you think this will affect? going forward how they do this stuff because now granted we're expecting cameos and stuff right and part of this is because we know what's coming we know right. what fantastic four is i'll tell you another thing there was a point where wanda was kind of being beaten and i can't remember what she said but a part of me thought are we about to see agnes harkness because yeah, I, I can't remember. Because I also know Catherine Hahn has signed up for more movies and her own show. Right, she got but I can't remember. Wanda said something, and I was like, "Okay, I think I think we may get Agatha." But the only reason I think that is because I know Catherine Hahn has right. more to go. If they didn't tell us everything we're going to get, we wouldn't. I don't think. I think Marvel has done some of this to themselves. Yeah, it's, look, it's a tough it's a tough line to walk because when you have a movie like this that talks about the multiverse of madness, yeah. uh, and you got all this other stuff coming, you know, you obviously have to plan. You have to sign people up for contracts. You have to do all this type of stuff. So you have that going on, but you also have this show, this movie going where you have things that could be revealed and things that could start. It, it's a tough line. I, I think this movie just really suffered more from just. Partly from the trailer, but also partly from the same thing that WandaVision suffered from. And that was people started hyping this thing up. Maybe justifiably, maybe unjustifiably. You can make an argument for either one. Like I said, I really think the trailer was selling a a bigger movie than it was. I really, truly think it was. But, But I think also we may, as fans, may have gotten just a little overcarried away with it. But... I don't know. Like I said, I can see it either well, way. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I understand the contract, but how hard would it have been? Like, we talked about Doug Ray Scott was one of the mm-hmm. ones who right. was supposed to be Wolverine. Right. How hard would it have been to sign him up for a one-scene, a one one-movie contract? True. It, it wouldn't have been I hard. I mean, you did it to Anson Mount. How, Timothy Oliphant yeah. was up for uh, Iron Man. If you can't get Tom Cruise, how cool would it have been Oliphant? And so one, he's an older Tony Stark that's still alive. How cool would that have been? Yeah, that I mean, would be cool. They, mm-hmm. they could have, they could have done more. Yeah, they could have. They, 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 there's no question about that. They definitely could have done and, more. And so. not to mention the fact they were still st- filming stuff in March. This yeah. was the trailer came out in February. You could have, you could have snuck a few more in there. Right. So like I said it's it it, it definitely it suffers from. 
a marketing phrase. And like I said, I don't know how much of it is, is I, it makes it difficult to judge this film based on the film itself or to judge it based on our expectations because of a marketing thing. So it, yeah. it's, it's a difficult task to try to criticize this film and to yeah. give a, an honest opinion. And let me say one last thing. Cause I sound like a horrible person, a horrible fan. I enjoyed this. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it's a fun, it's an absolutely fun movie. I, I did enjoy yeah. it as well. Uh, so we finally get going, uh, America Chavez ends up accidentally opening up another portal as Wanda is attacking, and Wanda and America end up going back to the 616 universe, and Christine and Doctor Strange end up going to this other universe that is reminiscent of the universe in What If. It is not quite the same, uh, but is very reminiscent. I don't know if, how many people are listening to this podcast saw What If. Uh, I watched every episode because it's Marvel, and I'm going to watch it because that's just what I do. Uh, but we get, like I said, in the What If franchise, in the What If cartoons, the, the animated series, there is an episode where Doctor Strange is looking for a universe where, because in that, in that series, what causes him to seek out magic isn't that his hands get destroyed. It's the fact that Christine goes on that car ride with him, and in the wreck, she dies. And he's looking for a, a universe where she doesn't die. Did you see that episode? I know you mentioned to us. I did not see it, but I read about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's, he's looking for this universe where she doesn't die and they can be together. But the, I can't remember what, uh, Tillis Swinton's character's name is. Uh, Anyway, her character explains to him later on in that episode that that is a point that can't be changed. That is such a pivotal point that her death has to happen. And so Strange goes looking for a way to change it. And in his desire to change it, he ends up basically destroying his universe is what ends up happening. And he's all left all alone. So this is very reminiscent. It's not quite the same, but it's very reminiscent of it. And the... the moment that is referenced is that reference that we get at the beginning when Christine asks Dr. Strange, are you happy? And he lies and says, yes. And that's the, the changing point for this Dr. Strange because he starts looking for universes where he and Christine are together and he can't find one. And it basically ends up destroying his universe because of these things called incursions. Cause we haven't even talked about the incursions yet. That's what yeah. the Illuminati were afraid of. They're afraid of incursions. That's where two universes end up battling each other and ends up either one destroying or they both end up getting destroyed. And this parent that his universe has gone through an incursion and it's left them for dead. What I like about this is the battle scene that follows next between these two Doctor Strange where they're throwing music notes at each other. That was really cool. Yeah, I, I love that. The music, and you would hear it. Yeah, you'd stop. hear the music. Oh, I, I was eating that scene up. That tell was you. Sam Raimi. Yeah, that was eating that scene up. I was like, okay, I want more of this because I was like, I, I didn't know I needed battling music notes in my life, yeah. but I need battling music notes in my life. I want more of it. I'm, give Raimi his own movie. So... Yeah, he, that was just an incredible scene, and we get more raminess of this because he ends up getting, the evil Doctor Strange ends up getting thrown out of the window and ends up being impaled by the fence. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, this is, my, my son was watching, he went with me, and this was probably the goriest movie he's ever seen. He's like, my son was like, give me these, like, I would look over him occasionally, he like, had these big wide eyes, like, wow, yeah. they did that. <laughs> so, how old is your son? He's 15. Oh, it's time to let him watch The Lost Boys. 
Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. I, I, he, he wouldn't like it. He, he's not into – he's only into Marvel right now, so unless okay. they get a Marvel version of The Lost Boys, yeah. that's about all I want to get him to watch. By but the yeah. way, Kevin Feige, I'm in. Marvel Lost Boys make it happen. <laughs> that would be an interesting watch, to say the least. So, uh, But, yeah, so we get that scene where he ends up getting thrown off, and – Christine, at this point, tells him to do the dream walk so he can go to it. Uh, well, actually, she, she agrees to it. She doesn't tell him to because she's worried that, and she says this, you know, that you're just the same as every other Doctor Strange out there. And he's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm different. But he's not. And that's kind of the whole point of this movie yeah. is that every version of him is going to be the same. But, the, but the, we do get that big change right at the end. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But he does the dream walk, and we get the zombie strange. I love the zombie strange. I don't know what you thought Me about. Too. It, I, loved I, thought, it. I loved it too. That was that was. A, I thought Sam Raimi. Yeah, that was. He all got Sam to do Raimi. what he wanted. Yeah, and it's it's cool that they let him go with it. I mean, I agree. I, I wasn't really sure what to think about this when I heard that Sam Raimi was uh, the director when they changed directors. But he made all of this work. Like I said, he made yeah. Wanda this terrifying person like they wanted her to be obviously they made they incorporate all these elements that you can definitely tell like this zombie strange was look there's a part of that that actually exists in the marvel comics but to actually bring it to life on the big screen is completely different than just understanding that it is out there somewhere yeah. so it's like I said, it was just so very well done. I mean, watching him with all those arms, and it, yeah. I was just all there for it. Like, and yeah. I hate zombies. I, I hate zombies. I think that's <laughs> dumb, but I love this. Yeah, and, you know, I had read where Kevin Feige really got to start. One of his big movies was working behind the scenes of the first Spider-Man with Raimi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it makes you wonder how many times he's offered Raimi or tried to get him in you know, before, because had to, because he, he talks about how much Raimi influenced him and he mm -hmm. brings him up on a lot of his decisions right. in other movies. So it just makes me wonder, I'd, I'd like to know how much, how much he, you know, had brought, tried to bring Raimi in. Right. And that obviously he brought him in later. It was like, right. Raimi, do your thing. I don't, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. So we finally get the battle and it's zombie strange against, it's against Wanda. And look, the one thing that they, did a good job of establishing in WandaVision that they're carrying over to this movie. Scarlet Witch is unmatched. Uh, yeah. She can't be taken down. She, the Illuminati is, were some of the five most powerful characters, except for Mordor. I'm not really sure. Mordo is yeah. not really how he ended up in there. But And Mordo, look, we don't even know. He's still in that hole, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so she takes out the, the all those really powerful characters. Strange, even with, with all these spirits that he has collected as the zombie Strange, He's still no match. I was a little worried here at the end because I thought they were about to have America Chavez, who is like seconds earlier learned how to harness her powers. Like they're about to make her defeat it. Yeah, that's not what she I does. The same thing. Yeah, but that's not the road they take. What they what they do is they set it up where the only thing that can stop her is her children realizing the monster that she has become. Yeah, and so when she punches open that, when she un understands that I can open up a portal directly to this universe then her children will see her and this will stop her so like i said i was afraid when strange gave her that speech we're about to get a person who just learned how to use her powers she's going to end up taking her down and i was like that's that's just not going to work but they 
they did a really good job in the storytelling of making it work. They did, and that is another horror scene because there are horror movies like that where yeah. the monster mm-hmm. sees, right? You know that they're hurting the world and they stop. So right. similar, you know, vibe to that. So that was uh, another good, another version of horror. So, and in fact, we were kind of wrong because we were like, I don't know if they'll have jump scares. They did. They did. They had. But jump they, scares. Th- this was a horror movie, and like even that ending was horror like. Yeah. So, like I said, I thought they did a really good job with that. Uh, you know, it ends up. She ends up destroying uh, Wendigore, which is the Dark Hold, and it turns out she destroys the Dark Hold in every universe when she does this, so that nobody can, nobody else can use it, and this can never happen again. And obviously, leads to the question: Is Wanda dead? I don't think she is. No. Yeah. As as I mentioned in our previous episode of <laughs> Rage, until you see a dead body, never assume someone's dead. Yeah, I, I don't think she's dead either. I think there's. I, look, her uh, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, there, she has a huge section of fans, yeah. and they are not going to to kill her off in this movie would be a mistake. I think they want, like I said, I think the reason why they take her down this villain role is to redeem her, to possibly you know make her. I, I, look, I don't want to. I I'm holding off my judgment on this on the way they're taking Wanda because I want to see what they do with her next. Yeah. Because if you tell the story right and Kevin Feige, look, he's got, this is the 28th Marvel property in the MCU. He's, and almost all of them are winners. I would say all of, except maybe a turtles. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but, but, uh, but like you said, the guy's a hall of famer. Yeah, he so doesn't I, miss very often. So I think he's got a plan. And I think if we give, if we're patient, we'll see eventually how he plans to pay off this storyline in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse yeah. of Madness with Wanda. I think we will, but I think we do have to be patient. And so while it might not be the story that Wanda deserves in this movie, I think overall we'll get the story that she deserves by the time her run in the MCU runs out. I will say this too. I, I'm with you. It felt like, okay, Redemption's coming next movie. But after the the noise... And all we're hearing about Wanda, they better yeah. they they have changed pace to make that because, like you said, the Wanda love is out there. People yeah. want to see her as a good guy again. Yeah, they do, and I think I think we will get that eventually. Yeah. I, I I do so. Uh, so obviously, every, it ends on that note. We get uh, Strange and and Wong. We haven't talked much about Wong, but Wong's yeah. great. Wong's yeah. great. Benedict Wong is just wonderful as great. Wong. Great, great. So. Uh, my my son asked me, he's like, did they, did they do that on purpose? They get Benedict Wong for a while. He's like, no, that just ended up happening to be yeah. the case. But uh, it, it does. It's kind of funny that that yeah, ended up happening. Uh, but so we get obviously America Chavez has decided to uh, take up the Mystic Arts, and we'll I'll be interested in what they do with her character because uh, uh, she yeah. was good. Sochi Gomez really good. was really good, and I don't know how old she is, but I'm guessing like 16 or 17. If I had she to guess, she looks pretty young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really liked her. She'll, she'll, she's got a role to play in the MCU, and she, I think she'll be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but it ends with Wong talking to Strange, asking him, hey, you messed with the dark hole yourself. Are you okay? Is everything fine? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And then as he's walking down the street, it ends, at least before we get to the end credit scene, it ends with 
that third eye popping up on his head to obviously signify that no, he is not all right. There are, and there some are issues. Cre- and some creepy music. It was, yeah, some a, real it was a very music. it was a very Sam Raimi ending yeah, as well. It, it really was. So uh, that leads us to the end credit scene. So the end credit scene. Did you know who that was? I'm guessing you probably didn't. I didn't know the character, but when I saw my girl Charlize Theron, yes. I was like. Finally, <laughs> what's taking so long on her? Yeah, no. the MCU. Uh, so Charlize Theron shows up and she is playing Clea. Now, Clea has a very significant role in Doctor Strange. She is the niece of Dormammu, who was the kind of the overarching big bad in the first Doctor Strange, even though he doesn't play that much of a role till the very end. But she is the niece of Dormammu. Dormammu ends up actually imprisoning her. And it's Doctor Strange who frees her from Dormammu, and they actually get married for a little while. So she is actually the most popular love interest by most fans of the comics in the Doctor Strange, uh, in the Doctor Strange comic series. So, like I said, I think they. This is one of the reasons why they kind of wanted to put a a, a bow on his relationship with Christine, because they're about to move us into this yeah. relationship with Clea. She opens up. She slices open something, uh, some like portal to the dark dimension. I'll be interested where they go with this because this is because now when I see them, like this is where they could do all of the stuff I thought they were going to do yeah. in this movie. But I don't want to get my hopes up because I saw this happen once. Right. So what are we going to do in this next movie? Because some people are thinking this is where Secret Wars is going to start to take place, uh, where you're going to get all these different universes start to attack each other, and that's what the whole idea of an incursion is. So I'll be interested to see where they go with this and when they're going to go with this, because I don't know of any other plans about about another Doctor Strange appearance. Obviously, he's going to come back, but we just yeah. don't know what what those plans currently are. And, and then also, you don't get Charlize if you don't have a huge idea for her. Right. Like, she's you, making her own huge movies. You know, yeah, she still, is. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I, I mentioned this when we talked about Eternals. What took so long? They've been yeah. making these movies. What's taken so long to get Angelina Jolie and Charlize Theron, two of the best action females right. that we've had for the last 20 years. What, what, what we couldn't have found anything for those two. No, I know. I'm sure there's probably contracts and other obligations they have and all this yeah. type of stuff. So, uh, there's always reasons, but well, uh, I was, I was excited are. when I saw her. Yeah. I think she's going to be a, an incredible addition into the MCU. And I can't wait to see that play out. Uh, I hope it, it's been six years between Dr. Strange movies. So I'm hoping that it doesn't take six years I for us to get, I can't imagine it's going to be another six. Yeah, I know. So I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. Uh, we do get another at the very end of the credits. You stick around for the last one too. I did. I did. And it was a great one. Bruce Campbell, a childhood friend of Sam Raimi. Of Sam Raimi. That's and, insane. And, there, and he's in every movie with him. So that, that was a fun scene. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really talk about that. He shows up. He's, he's Papa pizza in, <laughs> uh, in the eight, three, eight universe. And, you know, he, that's that real funny scene where Strange makes him punch himself and he says it's going to last for weeks. And just the way he delivers that line where it's over and it's like, yeah. it's a double meaning that he's done punching himself, but the movie's also over. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I was listening to some one, I think it was one of the rigor. They said Sam Raimi supposedly only didn't get one thing he wanted. He wanted Bruce Campbell to be in the Illuminati. And they were like, oh really? And they were like dizzy and like foggy. We're like no, <laughs> yeah, like okay, you can't play your little joke on our Illuminati. Yeah, That's yeah, not going to yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, look, I enjoyed this movie. And I did. Th- yeah, there were issues, and like I said, some of them, 
I don't know how much of it is just my expectations because of the marketing versus how much of it is the film itself, and it makes it kind of difficult to to judge. So, uh, we're, so we're about to get the season, uh, the, the movie awards, not season awards. Unless there's something else you want to discuss, that no, I, and I think uh, there's, I think I'm good, and I'm I'm with you. It, it could. The issues that I do have, besides the the multiverse, I, they screwed that up. They, you know, not having the cameos or mm-hmm. But the stuff with Wanda, they could, if they do the next one right, and she has a really incredible redemption mark, they, they could write those wrongs. But we'll right. see. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. So at the end of a season or a series, when we do a television show, we give awards. When we do a movies, we just go ahead and give out those same awards. So let's go ahead and explain what those are. They are six awards we give out. They are all based on the six characters of Friends. We have Rachel, Joey, Chandler, Monica, Phoebe, and Ross. We start with the Rachel, the star of the show this or the movie, the person who shined the most. Who is your Rachel in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? I, I went with Co here. And we talked about earlier, this is Benedict Cumberbatch and Elizabeth Olsen's movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I went just with. I didn't do any codes on this one. Uh, I stepped for singles. But go ahead and explain your reasoning for both. I mean, this is a Scarlet Witch movie, and yeah. as I mentioned, as nearly an hour ago, uh, Elizabeth Olsen showed she is capable of leading a movie for herself. And, and I think that's really and, and a really good actress. And then. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. He has it. Yeah, he does. He's he's just fun to watch and just an incredible presence. I think there is a rumor out there. I don't know of how how much truth there is to it, but supposedly there is this like secret deal that Elizabeth Olsen has signed like for like seven more projects for Marvel. Uh, like I said, that's just a rumor. We don't know if there's any way to substantiate or if it's true supposedly she is actually signed a deal that's that has her in a lot more a lot more projects coming up i'll be interested if that ends up being true or not uh i went with just benedict benedict cumberbatch as dr strange it's wanda's this is wanda's story but dr strange is the person who has to make it happen that's the reason i ended up going uh going with him as my rachel all right, the Joey, the person who isn't the star of the show, but the person you just really love. Who is your Joey in this? So this is where I went with Sochi Gomez as America Chavez. I, I thought she was just fantastic. Yeah, she she was really, really good. I, I, like I said, I'll be interested to see what they do with her character, what else they put her in. Obviously, anything multiversal she'll be involved in. I could see her showing up in Mania next year with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I don't know if she could show up anything else before then, but I, I could definitely see her showing up. So is that. that next year? Yeah, they had actually they swapped it and the Marvels, I think, because originally I think Ant Man was supposed to come out. Ant Man the Wasp, Quantum Mania was supposed to come out in like May or or July of next year. I think July of next year. It's now coming out in February, and whatever was coming okay. out in February has now been switched to July. So what's coming out in the fall? Uh, this year? Yeah. The uh, I know Thor is coming out. Thor's coming out. Oh, uh, Black Panther, uh, Wanda, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever is coming out in the fall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so that'll come out. That will come out after Love and Thunder. Yeah, me too. I'm too, especially with what they're going to do with that entire franchise with it being, with with having no Chadwick Boseman. 
All right, uh, my Joey was Benedict Wong as Wong because we talked about this at the beginning. Wong is just great. I mean, he, he is, is, uh, he is uh, to me, the most underrated character in the MCU ever since they introduced yeah. him in the first Doctor Strange. I've absolutely yeah. loved him ever since he's shown up. All right, go ahead and let's go over the Chandler, the person who made you laugh. Was, this is surprisingly low on laughs. Yeah, it was. For a Marvel movie, there's normally a lot more. There's normally mm-hmm. a lot more quips. There are some, don't get me wrong, but it didn't have quite the same amount that I'm that I'm accustomed to. So who is your Chandler for this film? I went with Benedict Wong. Okay, like he, I can see he, that. He mm-hmm. had some laughs. And not as many as he normally does, but yeah. he, he, I just love him. Look, I went with Bruce Campbell as Papa Pizza because that, was I, a good one that, that scene was just wonderful. And then the, the end credit scene where he came on as well, that that also made yeah. me laugh. So I, I went with him. Like I said, it was a surprisingly low amount of yeah. of quips in, in, in a Marvel film, I th- I, which works because the tone of this entire film, to have a whole bunch of running gags, I think would not have worked. So I think it worked in, the, in this instance. Uh, the Phoebe, the person who you can't quite figure out, kind of the oddball. Who's your Phoebe? I went with Chitawa Ojafora's Modor. Okay. Because well, I couldn't fully figure out, you know, he acted like he loved Doctor Strange. <laughs> then they get in that right. huge fight, and then yeah. we don't know what happened to him, so... I went with the entire Illuminati because yeah. we thought it was going to be this one thing that was going to be this big, huge, groundbreaking franchise changing thing for the MCU and it just wasn't that. And I think that's, that's a good choice. So yeah. I went like I said, I went with the entire Illuminati for for my Phoebe. All right, your Monica, the person uh, who is just driving the story uh, not necessarily driving the story, uh, who plays an important part in the story, not necessarily your favorite, not necessarily somebody you don't like, but just has an important part regardless. I went with Rachel McAdams, McAdams as Christine, who I'm always a big fan of her work. Right. And I was glad she got to do a lot more in this movie. Yeah, she so, had much better a role in this yeah, than she so had I was happy to see that. Big fan of her. I went with three. This is where I actually, I, I forgot I did, I said I didn't do any codes, but I actually, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, I went with three. Jet Klein and Julian Hillard as Tommy and Billy uh, as kind of one. But the other is Sochi Gomez as America Chavez because... That both uh, uh, Wanda's desire to get America's power is what's driving this entire movie. But what's driving her to get those powers is the fact that she wants to be with her two sons again. So that's the reason why I think that those are the Monica's because they play such an important part, even though, especially the kids, they're not in the film that all that much, but their, their role is so critically important to the story that is being told. That's the reason I went with them. And also, like I said, just because she wants America Chavez's power so that she can get to them. That's the reason I ended up going with all three of them. Yeah. All right. The Ross, the person who you liked the least. I have codes on this one. Uh, the Scarlet Witch, because I didn't like Wanda being the bad guy. Right. And then the Illuminati. <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what a disappointment. Yeah, I, I went with just uh, Elizabeth Olsen as, as Scarlet Witch. Look, she's, and again, this is because she did such a great job. Uh, it's mm-hmm. because she's supposed to, she is supposed to be terrifying. She is supposed to be, you know, she's very sympathetic as a villain. Yeah. Which is, she, I mean, she's been a hero up until this point, so she should be sympathetic. And that's, I will say this, this is the first time that they have had one of their characters in them, so you go from hero to villain. Yeah, like this, yeah. So, it's, like I said, it's, I'm glad that they are playing with 
different they're doing different things than what they have been doing in the past uh look i don't i'm not one of those people that says marvel just does the same thing over and over again because look they've had we've talked about this in previous things marvel will do like the first captain america movie was 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 a world war ii movie uh ant-man was was a heist movie they do different types of genres inside their movies and this is definitely their horror movie yeah yeah so yeah i don't think that's I think I could see where, like, at one point, like, the Thor movies felt similar. Mm-hmm. And even the the second Avengers is like, didn't we just watch this movie? Yeah, kind of. But mm-hmm. I would say after Civil War, you don't know what's coming. No, you don't. Uh, but what I was saying with, with all that is I, I do think they sometimes get a little formulaic in their storytelling. And, like, we're all have a bad guy, have a bad guy. To take one of their heroes, a much beloved hero, because, like I said, Wanda has a huge following. Yeah. Yeah. And turn her into a villain. Look, that's a risk, and mm-hmm. it's it's like I think they will eventually pay it off because Kevin Feige has been telling the story, and I think he's going to keep telling these stories, and he's got a plan for that character, and we'll we'll figure out what he's going to do with it. So I think he, I think a huge redemption is coming for her. I think you're, I think you're probably right. All right, so our rating we do have a rating system. Our rating system is at the very top. You have a Game of Thrones, which is the best of the best. Just beneath Game of Thrones is Lost. Uh, underneath Lost is Friends. That's right in the middle for us. Uh, beneath Friends is Full House. And at the bottom of the barrel is Baywatch, which means only if you're desperate. Where does Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness fall for you on our rating scale? This is a low loss for me because they did not pull off the multiverse of madness. Right. The Illuminati, the Illuminati was kind of a miss. We didn't, this didn't lead to the Fantastic Four and X-Men. Uh, that didn't make me feel any, I don't feel like we're any closer to seeing them. Right. And then, uh, you know, the, the Wanda issues. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I, but I still enjoyed this movie. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Keep him going. Bring Wanda back. And let me just say, if Wanda in the next movie has a huge redemption arc and they pull this off well, I will feel better about this movie. Right. But but, but the way I'm feeling today, uh, it's it's part of that. But like I said, I really think the Illuminati is the, just the miss of not starting. They built this up, and there was so much hype, and it did not deliver. Yeah, that's that is probably the biggest issue with this entire. With this entire film is because you were expecting something bigger than what you got, and that's the reason why I'm going with the Lost, is because you were expecting something bigger. I don't, and like I said, I don't know if they market this thing differently. Yeah. If it ends up, if I end up having a different opinion, and I will say this: going, we've had one trailer for Thor, which I think was a good trailer because it told us nothing about that film. Right, right, right. And I'm at this point, I'm like, okay, then don't, please don't give us another one because yeah. if you, I don't know that I want to know any more stories after after yeah. the, after this. Uh, so let's have that one trailer and let's stick with it. But I'm sure there's probably going to be another one coming down the pike, probably in a few weeks. If I had to guess, after what Spider Man had, mm-hmm. it was going to be hard for this movie. Mm-hmm. You needed a ton of cameos, a ton. You needed to lead to the, the Fantastic Four and the Iron right. Man, or you needed some craziness like Tom Cruise showing up. Yeah. And they didn't have either. You know, there was one, there was a part of me when I, I really truly thought that this was going to be 
the groundbreaking, you know, blow up the entire MCU, open up all these new doors. Right, that open too. Up, yeah. I, I thought it was going to be that, but there's a part of me that thought it was like, there are no plans for an X-Men movie. The MCU movie, the, the Fantastic Four MCU movie doesn't have a cast yet. So I was like, how are they going to do that? And that should have kicked in in my brain that this isn't yeah. going to be that. I should have realized, I should have put two and two together there and said, this isn't going to be that. But I guess just you're in excitement and your anticipation. You want this to be that because you, that's just what you're hoping for. You, you kind of put logic to the side, well, I guess. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Huh? True. That would have been, a, would have been incredible just to see him. Deadpool's next movie is supposed to be in the MCU, right? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. How, bring him in. I mean, those were some. Especially when there's a uh, in the poster, there's a shard of glass that has Deadpool in it. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, there's a, there's yeah. a shard of glass that has that in it. So, and they didn't pay that off. So, I, I'm interested that like, that they didn't do that. We've talked about this movie on multiple Patreons, mm-hmm. and a couple times during this, like like. We talked about anything's off the table, and come to yeah. find out, nothing was on the table. Nothing was on the table. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was never going to be that. And like I said, right. it, it's just a, and that's 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 a marketing issue. You have to change yeah. the way you market it, and, and with the the way that it falls in line. Look, I get. I mean, it, with maybe we wouldn't have thought it was going to do everything that we thought it was going to do if, if Dr. Strange had come before Spider-Man, but with it coming after yeah. Spider-Man, that helped nothing. It helped nothing. So like, I, I, I do want to watch it a second time and just see if, what my opinion of it, if it changes, if it goes up, if it goes down, uh, but I'm waiting until Disney plus for that. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so let's get into things that we're looking forward to. This is our midweek episode. I'll probably release this like Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, but it'll be our midweek episode. What do you got anything that you're looking forward to? I'm looking forward to things. The Emmy window clo- finally closing and I can catch back up on all these shows. Yeah, that have come out. I know. I've not watched the ending of Ozark. I have all these people's like, man, what'd you think? And I'm like, I don't know. Don't tell I'm me, right into it. you know, and I've, I've been busy and I've, Got another ish, another uh, busyness coming up in the next couple of weeks. So and we have to watch stuff for the show. Yes, we do. So there's a bunch <laughs> of stuff I haven't watched. Ozark. I haven't watched uh, the uh, the the Andrew Garfield on Hulu. There is a show on Stars starring Julia Roberts and Sean Penn that I hear no one talking about. Really? Sl- yeah. Uh, it's called Gaslit. I think it's I think it's about Richard the Nixon. Uh, oh, really. Okay. There, you know, we've talked about slow horses on Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I haven't caught up on Pachinko. There are all these shows out there that I have just missed right now because the, all this stuff came out because they're trying the Emmy the to to be nominated for Emmy had to come out before I think at the middle of May, and so yeah. all this stuff was released. So I'm looking forward to things slowing down where I can get caught back up. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. There's a lot of things that I, I, I want to watch. And like uh, most of the things that I've put on this recommendation thing, I have not gone back and actually watched it because I just haven't had a chance to. Uh, yeah, I've still got one episode of Tokyo Vice. Yeah, I haven't finished it either. I, I think I've done the first four, I think. I, I can't got remember. only one more. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, like I said, I haven't been able to go back and get it. Uh, I will put one new thing out in people's brain uh, this coming Friday. 
I think they're doing all six episodes at once on Apple TV+. Plus. It's called The Essex Serpent on Apple TV+. Plus. It's got, and look, I don't know what it's about. I'll, I'll be honest with you, but it's got Tom Hiddleston, and it has Claire Danes, who I've not seen in forever. Ooh, yeah. uh, uh, so, like I said, it ha- appears to have something to do with the church, uh, and, like, he plays a vicar. Uh, like, I, I watched the trailer. I really didn't pay that much attention to it, but I, I did watch the trailer. It seems like... It looks like it's going to be good. Look, when I saw Tom Hiddleston and Claire Danes, I was like, yeah, I want to be there for that. I was about to say, yes, I'm watching that. But I think it's only six episodes, and I think they're releasing them all at once, I think, Let's on Apple TV+. Plus. So uh, that that's going to be a fun one. So if you have Apple TV+, Plus, look, we've talked about Apple TV+, Plus on, on numerous occasions about on this podcast. Go get it. it it's going to be yeah. a – it's going to eventually be one of the best streaming services out there uh, it's it's making its case for it now to be yeah. perfectly honest with you but it just doesn't have quite the content that everything else does so uh it's it's just really good so i would recommend getting out tv plus as well so all right uh I, oh let's talk about next week so next week on the show as i mentioned in our last episode at the end of it we are doing one more episode on out of range we are going to do kind of a prediction episode and a thing that we you know what we want to see in in Season two, what we think we'll see. Because we do believe that they are going to get a second episode. Yeah. They have not announced it yet, but we firmly believe they're going to get a second episode. From what I understand, the... Second the, season. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, second season. I keep saying episode. Uh, second season of that of that show, because from what I understand, the streaming numbers are pretty good. I don't think they're yeah. as good as they were with Reacher, but they're still pretty good. Uh, so, we, we feel confident they're going to get a second season. So, we're going to do some predictions and things that we want to see. And we are also going to let our we let our patrons decide one episode of our show for us. And they chose Watchmen. If you haven't seen Watchmen on HBO Max, you, 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 yeah. even regardless of what you listen to because of this show, that is too good of a show to miss. You need to go watch it. Uh, but we are going to be talking about it. It's going to be a fun talk, to say the least. All right, anything else you want to add before we sign off? Just appreciate everybody joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. That's right, we absolutely do. We hope you keep coming back. And until then, though, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.